0: Welcome to the He Said, She Said podcast. On this podcast, Kirby and Amy Hossman will give you a behind-the-scenes look at growing businesses and building brands. Now, here's He Said, She Said. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of the He Said, She Said podcast, the official podcast of Hossman Marketing. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me is the lovely and talented Amy Hossman
1: lovely and talented. We're shaking it up today. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. I like keep things fresh. Yeah. Keep things fresh. As I said, He Said, She Said is the official podcast of Hasam and Marketing. You can find this and all of our content at hasamandmarketing.com. Just click on that blog link and there's videos, podcasts, blogs, the whole nine yards. Our goal is to provide you value as much as we can and hopefully entertain you a bit as well. So thanks so much for listening. And of course, when you see our content, feel free to subscribe as well. That would mean a lot to us. Um, so I want to jump in today. Um, we always do like a trending topic, whirlwinds. If we get one, we get a question. We have one today. Lessons and shout outs. So we're going to go through all of that today. The trending topic this week is tariffs. Um, in our industry, this is the sort of the topic du jour. And it's it's got a lot of people in our industry very uh, concerned. Um, and quite frankly, one of the things that I've said is uh, those of those of you who purchase promotional products, and really, there's a lot of products that are going to be affected by the tariffs. Um, we just are trying to be uh, informational about this. This is not political. This is not, you know, mm-hmm. this is not something that we're trying to get everybody freaked out about. Quite frankly, I want to calm folks down about it. But it will affect your marketing budget. So, um, what we've done. Is uh, we've written a blog about it, so just to kind of say why it's affecting, and then we've talked a little bit about some ways around it. Um, so, but I wanted to kind of talk. Have you discuss aim? You were you've been a salesperson in our industry for a long time. Um, I'm going to talk specific on some ways around the tariffs. But you and I talked before we got on here about as an end user this this hopefully won't be that big a deal to you as an end user. It will as distributors, it will as suppliers, but end users.
1: Okay, before we start that, can you explain to everyone what exactly it is? Because I don't think everybody knows, you know, what... The tariff, what does that mean?
0: Yeah, okay, so essentially there is, uh, and I'll oversimplify this, but basically there's a 25% increase, sort of a tariff, um, on any product imported from China. And the reality of it is, in the promotional products world, about 90%, and I'm I'm sort of making that statistic up, but it's a high percentage of products that are uh, in the promo world come from China. Um, and so we certainly import from from other countries as well, but China is a big
1: a big factor. Big
0: factor. So anything that comes starting and I forget the date. I think it was like May tenth. Um, anything that left China after that, there was a twenty five percent fine tariff, whatever you want to call it, right. on those products. And so things that are in pro- uh, uh, programs, things that are that you have ordered in the past, it may affect the pricing of that. Um, but, sort of to your point, though, like what moving forward, I'm thinking there, are, you know, it, it won't be that big a deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Now, is this, um, it, it, will the general consumer see this as well? I mean, like if I go to Walmart, are mm-hmm. these same products also going to be marked up? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, totally. we're going to see it across the board, right? It's not just our industry.
0: That's a great point. That's a great point. So, if, you know, the um, a vacuum sealed tumbler that we get from right. China, mm-hmm. for example, um, the name brands that are imported from China, you'll see that same tariff come across there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Just kind of clarifying that. So
0: So, part of one of the things that, you know, you and I, and I I guess the way that we sell and the way that I think a lot of people in our industry sell is that, you know, an end user comes to us and says, hey, I've got this event coming up and here's my budget. And I think that's the place where, you know, People will still be able to work within that budget. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, for sure. It's. I think everybody will just have to, to be aware that that same, you know, um, koozie for lack of uh, mm-hmm, imagination yep. there um, is going to just cost you a little more this time, and mm-hmm. you you know may not be able to get as many, or you may have to spend a little bit more in order to get that same item that that's yeah. happened in the past, but.
0: Yeah, and the other thing I would say is the other sort of ways around it, right, is that there are lots of product that are not imported from China. Um, one of the things that you'll find on our, our blog, and again, regardless of whether you do business with us or you do, do business with other promotional products distributors, totally cool, um, but domestically made, Canada, uh, Mexico. Uh, United States-made products um, are not going to be affected by this tariff. We actually just posted a blog post. We're recording this on Tuesday. We dropped the podcast on Thursday. But you'll be able, on the same same website, on the same blog, you'll be able to see uh, five products that you might not know are made domestically that you'll be able to utilize, that their their prices won't be affected at all. So there are some ways around it, and I think it's just one of those things where we wanted to address it Mm -hmm. because it's a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. But I also want to say, look, if you're working with a responsible distributor in our industry, they'll be able to guide you so that it isn't... um, a huge thing, but the reality of it is, it is going to again. I keep thinking to large companies who have programs; those those pieces that have been in your um, in your company store for five years, you know, that they will be affected if they come from China.
1: Now, curve, how will this work? Um, how will the end user see it exactly? Like, if I order five hundred koozies, mm-hmm. um, is that is that going to be, is that extra 25% already worked into the price or is that an additional line charge that, you know, just like sales tax, will there be a tariff charge? How, do, how exactly does that work?
0: So I think that's a great question. I would say it depends on who you're working with and they'll structure it how they want to. But like for, for us, I was, and, and it's one of the reasons it's hot on my mind is literally on Monday, I've already gone to a website, uh, one of our supplier website and saw the price and then saw the additional tariff, tariff charge. charge. And it was a line. It was almost like a line item. Okay. I would say moving forward by 2020, it will just be worked into the price of the item. Uh-huh. That would be my guess. Um, but what I'm sort of suggesting our team do is add it as a line item so that you can say, look, we're not just randomly in the right. middle of the year changing the price. This is where it yeah, comes and from.
1: And we're not making anything off of it. Right. It's just a pass through. Right,
0: right. So anyway, what I would say to you as the listener or the end user of uh, marketing materials, If you have any questions about this, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, we could spend a lot of time on this, and I don't want to bore you, but I do want you to know that it's happening, it's coming, and we want, we're want we working hard to be on the forefront of this thing. Um, I, I know Amy wasn't that super excited about this topic, but I, I again, just because.
1: Yeah, I just don't know, uh, yeah. I yeah. haven't been as educated as much as I should be on this. So
0: yeah, but the reality of it is, it's important. And it, it is, is going to affect your budget, and so we want to be on the forefront of trying to educate people about it. So that's the trending topic for the day. So moving into something you know very very much more about AIM, and that's the whirlwind, the weekly whirlwind, uh, every week, right? But this week, I want to kind of let you go first and and talk about your, uh, you know, we've got, we've had Skylar, who has uh, left and is in Florida and doing her thing, but now the focus has shifted to Jade, is yes, that right?
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. We, um, on Friday, we did an award assembly, which was great. She got some great scholarships, and they just recognized all the kids and their, their awards and their... Um, that they have done accomplishments throughout the year so so proud of everyone um, especially my Jade Um, but just been kind of a crazy whirlwind with that stuff Um, lots of you know getting ready for the party and and, um, prep and cleaning and staining and all kinds of fun stuff that way Um, also been very uh, busy with the Historical Society stuff Um, still I have two I was notified Um, I think we mentioned it on the last podcast, but I was notified with two different parts that had to have revisions. So one of the revisions is due on Friday. The next one is due on Tuesday. So um, I I wanted to to poke my eyes out when I saw that I had to do that. (laughs) But um, the wonderful people at those those departments have walked me off that ledge and and helped me um, get it under control. So I'm hoping to tie those things up actually today. I'm hoping so that I can move on to focus more the rest on getting the food ready in the house and everything um, for Jade's party so that we can really have that going. So today I'm paying bills and and um, and writing the rest of that grant revision and um, just kind of keeping busy with that. So kind of a different mental shift today <laughs> from from the other side of it.
0: Yeah, and you're pretty excited that we're having it at the house this uh, year. Yeah,
1: yeah. I might be regretting that, but <laughs> I'm getting lots of stuff done, <laughs> lots of projects.
0: For sure, for sure. So, uh, my weekly whirlwind uh, this week, um, we've got a great team here, and it's so interesting when. Uh, folks take days off and that we hopefully we aren't one of those places who can pay the most uh, so one of the things we do try to do is be very flexible with time off um, and paid time off when we can Uh, this week just falls as one of those weeks where a bunch of folks have taken uh, time off it's that time of year and all that sort of thing and I will say that you always I always figure that I know that I'm paying the right people when they are gone, and I miss them. Right, right. Like, right. and uh, it, like, if I don't miss you when you're gone, that's a big problem. <laughs> uh, a and I, I, you know, at some point during the week, uh, Emily was out. I think late last week. Um, Libby's been out a couple of days. Justin's been out traveling and doing something fun. Josh is on a shoot today. And when all those folks are out, it is man, it changes the dynamic of the company in a in a detrimental way, and so all of a sudden, and so I guess kudos to the employees for making it.
1: Yeah, right, we miss them, that's a good thing. Yeah, very
0: much so, that's what's going on for me. Um, so every once in a while, we don't have it every week, but um, every once in a while we get a question from the audience. And so got one this week that I thought was interesting and wanted to address, kind of deep, really.
1: Very Uh, deep, Yeah, right. (laughs) making me think. Yeah,
0: we're going to have to dig deep here. But the question that we got, Aim, was if you could send advice back to each other as a wedding gift, what would you tell each other? So from me to you and you to me, what advice would you give me? What advice would I give you? Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first?
1: I don't know.'ll I'll try it. this is this one is tough., um, so what would I tell you looking back? Mm-hmm. I would say, um, a, you're gonna be awesome. <laughs> um, just I, I think my advice would be to be patient, mm. to work on relationships, and um, to just try to enjoy the present moment. Mm. Um, I think that's something the that looking back, you know, especially right now with graduation everything everything's very sentimental and emotional but um it goes so darn fast it's so cliche but wow (laughs) and so just um continuing to to enjoy those moments and to um, appreciate all the little things
0: okay that's that's good that's good advice um so my advice to you looking back uh let's see Two things uh, came to mind. N- number one, and it's funny because I think it's uh, something we talked about, but no hints. Like, I don't do hints at <laughs> all. Uh, so if you think I'm going to pick up on a hint, I will not. It's not because I'm trying to be dense. I just am dense. And so I would actually give this advice to all women, for men, uh, <laughs> is don't don't hint around at something you want. You can kindly ask... Uh, for us to do it. I think that you'll get better results, Um, and I think, I think you would agree with me on that. Yes,
1: I would.
0: Okay, and then the other one is don't stop dreaming. Um, I think um, one of the challenges we have as parents is we, and and I think this is more, at least for you than me, but um, mothers, I think, in particular, tend to put everybody else's stuff ahead of their own, and I think that's great, but... Then you get to a point point you're like, "Uh uh-oh, what am I doing next? And I think uh, you probably did that a little bit, um, but I think you've, um, you know, I think you're still putting people first. But um, now, like this building, it's one of the reasons I think both of us are excited about is because it's become your project. And so that would be my advice. Very good. (laughs) Okay. Lesson. Uh, each week we uh, dig into a lesson uh, to each other um, or something we've learned along the way. And uh, the one that popped into my head this week, and I, you and I haven't gone over this, and so I'm, I'll be curious to see what your, your thought process is on this. But I think as you build a life, build a business, build a family, whatever, so many people wait for permission, wait for the, the perfect time, or permission for someone else to act. And my, I think my advice is, and I think it's something we've done fairly well, is we tend to not wait. We know, we don't worry about what every, not what everybody's gonna think, but we don't wait for permission to do stuff, we just do. Mm -hmm. And I think the people who do that end up being further ahead, maybe not week one or, you know, week 50, but, you know, year 20, uh, people who are continually, not waiting for that perfect moment because the perfect moment never arrives it just doesn't and um, waiting for other people to give you permission to do something whether it's a boss, whether it's a spouse whatever um, I think one of the the things that I do well is when I see oh hey I have 15 minutes in my in my schedule I want to do this thing I will do it I won't sort of look around and see if, the temperature's perfect or the sunshine's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I just do it. And so I wanted your take on that and see what you if, if agree, disagree, thoughts, go. Well, I
1: think that's, I, I agree with that. And I think, I think with this building actually, we did that, yes. you know? Yes. We showed up, we were headed to this sheriff's sale to buy the parking lot across the street for the brewery that we had at the time. And that ended up getting pulled off the auction block. This building was up, which I think you had more of a hint than I did. Mm-hmm. And all yep. of a sudden, we bought a building. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, it, you know, that was, that was kind of spontaneous. And, uh, but it was. It was something that we had talked about doing and securing um, so that we could make it better for the area. And we just jumped on it and did it. So I think, I think you're right. I think just sometimes cuz sometimes you can just overthink things to death and i'm i'm guilty of that sometimes that you know i just i, I worry i research i want to make sure that i'm not making a stupid decision but sometimes you've got to make dis- mistakes and sometimes those mistakes or you know you learn from them and right. and that's a good thing so I, I think that's wise advice
0: yeah i it's you know, the building's actually a, a really good one but i mean there've been other times where by the way and i think it's important to note that I am much more ready, fire, aim oh, yeah. than you are. Definitely. Um, and that has caused challenges too. So it isn't right. like, oh, my gut is perfect. It's that I think so many times people talk about it, it's a cliche that you fail fast. Mm-hmm. But I think there's truth to that is that you, you hopefully try to mitigate your risk as best you can. I mean, the building's a great example of that. We, we bought it. And yes, you're right. We, we hadn't walked in there planning to do it, but we bought it at such the right price right. that the risk was mitigated that I was like, okay, even if, you know, we just keep things the way they are, everything would be fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we needed to act right then. Right. Otherwise, someone else would have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, but don't wait for permission. Don't wait for perfect. Just do. Cool. I like it. Okay, so it's time in the podcast where we do our shout-outs. Our shout-outs is when we we try to look around. Um, we do Often, I think these tend to come down to folks in our community because those are who we're seeing all the time. But I think we can extrapolate the lessons from each of the shout-outs out into the world. So... Uh, it's time for that. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Go for it. Okay, so my first, or my shout out this week goes to a local uh, paper actually, the Coshocton County Beacon. Uh, the Beacon started probably 10, 15 years ago, it's uh, so a person who worked at one of the other papers and left there and created a weekly paper that is for Coshocton County. I believe the, their tagline is Positively Coshocton County. Um, they focus exclusively on positive news that goes on in our community. You know, I think it's a great example of where um, it seems like every media uh, runs with if it bleeds, it leads. Mm. And, Absolutely. And Mark Fortune and his team at the Beacon have chosen to zig when everybody else zags, yes. and they have created a successful business because of it. Um, they've grown; it's become sort of the go-to print in our area, um, to the point where I think he's probably constantly. I don't know this. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. But I'm, my guess is he's looking for other opportunities because because people have hold that uh, newspaper, uh, that company in such high regard. Um, and that's a that's a really cool thing. So um, I appreciate it. I think it's one of those things where when I get it, I get excited uh, to see what is going on in our community. And I think it's it's a model that can be replicated in other areas because Absolutely. I think people are hungry for that kind of news.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. It's it's all positive stuff, and yeah. it's just it's very heartwarming.
0: Yep. So that's my shout out. Yours?
1: Um, mine is to all those involved with the baccalaureates uh, ceremonies on Sunday. Um, this year, the two high schools worked together to put that together, and. And, um, the high schools as well as the, the ministerial society um, or associations from both Coshocton and Ann Riverview um, and I think that was led by Christy um, Suffolk. So yep. she did an awesome job and everybody involved with it just really came together to work as a team to put on a wonderful ceremony for um, not only the students but also their parents and families. Um, we had a, there was a guest speaker, his name was Todd, Todd Gongwer and he has written Lead um, for
0: God's Sake. Lead yep. for
1: God's Sake which was a cool book. So Um, if if you're looking for an inspirational read Todd did a great job of speaking and I'm sure that book is awesome as well I know you've read it right Kerm?
0: yeah it's Uh, really good I'm
1: anxious to look into it as well so um, he did a great job of being a motivational speaker that tied the scripture in with it yeah. and just really made it very common sense. You know, it, it was just, you know, Jade walked away being really wowed by it. And, yeah. and uh, I think she took a lot from it. So hopefully, hopefully everyone in that room did. That was yeah. an, it wasn't a, just a speech for the kids. So yeah.
0: Yeah. And what I liked too is, and we've talked about this on other uh, podcasts here, is that it was two groups who, you know, normally they do these ceremonies separately. And so they m- made the point of, working together on it and it brought a really nice ceremony for the kids and it and boy I was blown away by the music you and I yes, talked about that yes so good the
1: choirs did a wonderful job in yeah, the band as yeah. well
0: yeah so good stuff man that was good yeah very good okay well cool well that is we've covered all the topics on the podcast as I've said this is the official podcast of Haasam and Marketing one of the things I would love for you to do is if you like it comment share uh, let people know that it's out there and if you have questions you'd love to hear Amy and I um, answer, We, I enjoy that part. I think that's fun where we get to interact with the audience. So if you have a question for us, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, you can email us. You can jump on the the, uh, the website. You can reach us on Facebook or any of the social media channels. And we would love to engage with you. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you much so much for jumping in. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Have a great week.